This is Coffee with Caro on Inspire Radio. Good morning and welcome to Coffee with Caro. I've got two really special guests with me today. Uh, we are speaking to Dee and Lewis. This is a young couple who come from Fremantle in Western Australia. And uh, as you're probably aware, we're all being very affected by the coronavirus. And as it continues to spread, everyone and anyone who's been in close contact with proven cases of coronavirus have had to self-isolate for 14 days from the date of last contact. And um, it's all been a little bit trying, in addition to which many of us have been forced to work from home, which means staying away from all the normal situations where we would normally do our business. And um, Dee and Lewis are coming to us live this morning from Fremantle. And I'm hoping to find out what their experience has been like of the whole coronavirus episode. We'll be right back after this. Welcome back. You're listening to Coffee with Caro. Dee and Lewis are coming to us live this morning from Fremantle. And I'm hoping to find out what their experience has been like of the whole coronavirus episode. Welcome to both of you. I love that you've joined me this morning. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for having us. It's great. Yes, it's great. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Thank you. So um, I might start with you, Lewis. You've had a bit of an interesting um, background leading up to this coronavirus um, episode. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What what have you been doing in WA? So, yeah, I'm, I'm actually here from England on a working holiday visa. And um, whilst the whole sort of pandemic come, come about in Australia, I was actually working away doing my regional work um, that okay. I'm required to do in order to get my second year. Um, and I actually became sick myself um, whilst I was away, which wasn't really ideal. Um, and um, I sort of found out that I had come not directly into contact, but there was somebody staying in sim- similar accommodation to mine, close proximity, close proximity who um, had actually been diagnosed with um, tested positive for coronavirus. Um, oh, so no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How did you how did you um, deal with it? What did you do? So as soon as I started experiencing symptoms, I obviously um, made des- made the decision to self isolate. Um, I I went ahead and called the one eight hundred um, coronavirus hotline, um, and they went ahead and advised me obviously to adv- um, self isolate for the fourteen days and um, told me that unless I could um, guarantee them that I'd come in. T- contact with the person who had been diagnosed with um, test positive for coronavirus or travelled within the last 14 days, then I wouldn't actually be entitled to get tested. Okay, that's very interesting. So what sort of symptoms did you have? Um, So it started out as a sore throat, um, and that was on, say, a Saturday evening. I woke up on a Sunday morning and the sore throat had sort of manifested into a cough, um, a blocked nose. The sore throat got a lot, lot worse. Oh, okay. That's terrible. So was this coronavirus or was this just man flu? Come on, tell me the truth. (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was man flu. (laughs) (laughs) 
it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't sound like you felt very well at all i i didn't feel i didn't i felt quite unwell but to be honest with you i obviously have had a cold before I, I wouldn't say i felt more unwell than what i had done what i have done with a cold in previous years okay. so i mean to good to for me to actually say that i think i had coronavirus would be would be wrong i don't i don't i wouldn't say i felt like reading sort of how how unwell people have felt i, I definitely didn't yes. feel to that extent that um, bad yeah, yeah. yeah. But obviously the symptoms, Lewis, were, were bad enough for to give you a real scare. Of course, yeah, definitely. Just, just the fact that how quickly it spread in throughout throughout the world, really. Um, and obviously yes. me thinking, well, obviously I can deal with this myself, self-isolate for 14 days. And my main thing was not wanting... So what I was actually um, told when I spoke to the coronavirus hotline was that even if I have a cold... Um, at the moment, obviously, my um, immune system be weakened. And the main thing that he sort of said to me that resonated with me mainly was the fact that if I was to go wherever and give this cold to an elderly person um, and then in turn weaken their immune system, yes. it's obviously that's the last thing. If they're having to sort of rely on themselves to go and get their shopping or whatever, and I've in turn given them a cold, weakened their immune system, Correct. Um, then obviously that's not a very responsible thing to be doing is it? Oh, so that was okay. one of the main reasons why i was thinking i definitely need to um self-isolate just keep myself away from people for the time being yeah so once you'd made that decision um and you were you were working actually away from your home in Fremantle, um you made the decision to self-isolate and then i believe you actually traveled back down to Fremantle and self-isolated in your apartment in Fremantle for 14 days. Is that right? Of course, yeah. And, and I did that um, mainly because where I was, I was obviously very isolated in that I knew nobody outside of the yeah. people that I was working with. So I thought I'm, at some point in these 14 days, I'm going to need food. I'm going to need whatever. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. coming back to Fremantle and um, isolating, if that allowed um Obviously, my girlfriend Dee to be able to bring me food. Her, her mum to also bring me food. So I mean, yeah, it was the right thing to do in being able to actually keep myself away from people for the full fourteen days. Yes, and how did you keep yourself from going stir crazy? <laughs> it was quite hard, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, I started out. I'd, luckily, I'd um, I'd bought myself a new game. I got a Nintendo okay. Switch. Um, I just bought myself a new game a few days before I started um, experiencing the symptoms. So, I, and what what should have taken me probably uh, normally probably would have taken me about two or three months to complete the game. Took me about two or three days. Um, <laughs> <laughs> quite a shame to say that. But other than that, it was just mainly just um, silly things like actually keeping a routine. So making sure you get out of bed at a certain time. Right. Little, thing, little things like just opening the blinds so you've got daylight so you actually know that it is daytime um, <laughs> yes. the opening windows and stuff to make sure you get fresh air sort of eating at times you would usually be eating um obviously like having a shower at the same time you'd usually have a shower just little things yeah. like that just to keep your keep a routine and some sort of some sense of normality i guess and and Lewis, tell me, you've been able to keep in contact um, via social media and FaceTime with family, with friends all over the world. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I, I probably actually spoke to people more than what I would usually because I had so much spare time on my hands. So I was right. time with messaging right. people. So 
it actually worked yeah. out in that sense probably worked out for the better because I um <laughs> conversations with people that I probably wouldn't have had if it hadn't been for me isolating so right right now you sound fine to me um your voice doesn't sound croaky your throat doesn't sound sore please tell me you're feeling a whole lot better oh no I'm feeling much better now yeah I haven't so this would be my 14th day of isolation I haven't experienced any any symptoms since end of last week so yeah I'm feeling much better now brilliant yeah brilliant okay good well thank you so much for sharing your story with us um i know that uh there's been some negative reactions from from people uh who are aware of others that are in self-isolation and uh, there's been some very positive and kind reactions from people um supporting and looking after others who are in self-isolation so you've obviously um experienced a real scare and not knowing whether or not you had the virus but you've clearly done the right thing and taken the opportunity to um, look after yourself and also smash out a couple of good games on your Nintendo, catch up with family and friends around the world. So well done to you. We'll be right back after this. This is Coffee with Caro on Inspire Radio. So um, Deanne, tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience over the last month. So it's been a bit of a change, of course. Um, My company that I work for, it is a call centre, and they had Uh made the decision to, of course, make all of the customer service officers work from home. Uh, That was in late March. We were doing um, one on, one off, so one day in the office and one day at home for the beginning. And then, of course, there was the bright idea to change completely to work from home for the inevitable future. So it was a very big change for myself. I am quite used to, of course, going into the office Monday to Friday. I do like my nine-to-five routine, to be honest. Um, So it Mm. was a big change for myself. I'm also someone that does choose to catch public transport. So it did limit myself, of course, um, being at home and not necessarily being able to get myself anywhere when that all started as well. Mm, okay. And what did the company do in terms of technology? How did they set you up? Were you um, were you allowed to test drive things? Uh, what happened? Surely a call centre, you'd have a fair amount of equipment that you needed? So the main thing was to, of course, be able to plug yourself into an Ethernet cable. Um, we didn't actually have one in our apartment in Fremantle, so I was lucky enough that my family actually had um, NBN at their home in Rockingham. So I was able mm-hmm. to, of course, spend the first two or so weeks working from home from my family's house. Um, with regards to equipment and technology, we do have a lot that is required to do our job to the best of our capabilities. So two, two to three screens at the most, um, of course, keyboards, um, headsets, all that sort of thing as well. So it would okay. be a lot to be transporting on the on and off days. So it was eventually much better to, of course, have everything in one situation. Um, everything set up at a desk and everything uh, felt as if we were basically in the office, although isolating at home. Our team did make it very easy to access a VPN. So technology-wise, everything was quite simple. Uh, There was loads of instructions for us as well. Um, Of course, being in that younger generation, I was able to fit quite easily into the process of setting myself up. I think for a few others, it may have been slightly more difficult. 
Um, but of course, the support was there with our IT team as well. Being quite a large company, everyone was available to support us when necessary. Fantastic. Fantastic. So good to hear that um, WA companies have been looking after their staff um, so well during this time of transition. It's a it's a difficult and, and awkward thing. And as you say, um, perhaps the younger folk um, were able to really just roll with it, as it, uh, as they say. But um, for the slightly older people like myself, um, technology can be a bit intimidating. So um, it's great to hear that um, they looked after you. So um, how has it impacted you personally? It couldn't have been um, easy working from um, your family home and obviously you had to leave your own home. Are there other things in terms of your social life um, that you've had to give up? Uh, how are you coping with all of that? Well, of course, it's always going to be a stressful situation going into something that you're not necessarily used to or comfortable in, but it's whether or not you choose to, of course, just deal with it um, confidently or not. So, of course, I'm back in my apartment now. Um, I have been doing my first um, day's work recently from my own apartment. The most um, cause of anxiety, I guess, would be the fact that the uh, internet should work so that I can offer mm-hmm. my customers the best service that I can. Um, of yeah. course, KPIs don't stop. So although <laughs> we are going through all of this drama, we still have to meet a certain expectation to, of course, keep our jobs. Um, right. But, yeah, with all of that said, I think um, it is still early days. So going forward, we'll just have to, of course, adapt. And as Lewis has said, I think keeping that routine going, getting up in the morning, showering, maybe putting a bit of makeup on, uh, getting dressed, maybe doing some exercise, eating at the same times that you normally would, not staying up all night watching Netflix. (laughs) I think, um, (laughs) yeah, I think everyone definitely do well in keeping the normal day-to-day routine. Excellent. So um, tell me uh, about with your, with having had a sick partner, that must have been really scary for you and you weren't able to um, be with him, obviously, while he was self-isolating, not knowing whether or not he had the virus. How did you cope? Did you Were you one of the people who did a lot of stockpiling with food um, or groceries and things like that? Yeah, it was quite nerve-wracking, of course, thinking whether or not he had the virus or not. Of course, now we will never know. He has made a full recovery. There's no option of testing him at this point. So whether yeah. he had it or not, um, I guess, I don't know. Um, we, we could just hope that, of course, he didn't have it. Um, mm. With the whole stockpiling thing, we do, um, of course, have access to supermarkets close to where we live. Um, both at my family's house in Rockingham as well as in Frio where we live. So it's not as if we are regional. We have been able to pop to the shops. The only quite dramatic thing was the lack of toilet paper um, <laughs> perhaps the lack of pesto. You're not alone or there. The whole of WA sides with you, girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So just the same gist of things. Um, people did decide to hoard some toilet paper. Um, I think our supply is going quite well. The shops are still completely out, um, so I'm hoping they do replenish by the time that we do need some more toilet paper. Um, Food-wise, I did manage to get my stocks in before they started the limits, so I didn't go too crazy, but I did stock up on my cans of tuna, um, my dried goods, rice, and everything that we normally like to eat. 
Um, I didn't buy anything that we wouldn't normally eat, so um, nothing has necessarily been wasted, which is good. Um, still being able to buy fresh things, I think the most disappoint- disappointing thing would probably be Fremantle markets have closed. Um, rightly so, of course, but um, we do like to get our fruit and veg from Freer markets. Yeah. That, that is disappointing, of course. Yeah, that is really disappointing. And uh, now that Lewis is um, uh, feeling so much better, perhaps you can get him trained up on, on your role as well. And between the two of you, you can uh, make sure that you both remain employed. I'm so happy for both of you that um, things are working out for you with so many people having actually lost their employment during this time. It's yeah, great to hear course. that um, yeah. you're both coping well. Thank you. Um, of course, we are quite blessed that we are still both in, in employment. Uh, we do feel quite lucky, um, especially in these times when people are just completely losing their job with um, no hope of um, maybe potentially obtaining a, a job yes. in the future. Yes. Look, it will pass. Um, uh, hopefully it will pass. And um, this whole situation of having to self-isolate and all of us working from home, hopefully the situation will pass. And uh, for the time being, obviously, the government recommends that you should avoid social gatherings, um, going off to work. Schools uh, obviously are now closing early, a week early for the uh, Easter holidays. Childcare and daycare centres, some are still open and operating for um, parents of uh, uh, parents who are essential workers, but uh, universities, religious gathering, aged care, healthcare facilities, sports gatherings, restaurants, as we know, and of course, all the markets, um, these are all closed. And really, I suppose at this point in time, we just need to take all these measures, um, whatever is going to keep our, our country safe, and uh, we just need to take it seriously. I just want to say thank you so much um, both to yourself, Deanne, and also to Lewis for joining us today. Um, Lewis, uh, anything you wanted to add about your time in isolation? Um, I think more, I've more or less covered it all. Just um, obviously just reiterating the fact that um, just that I was able to be, um, people that probably wouldn't necessarily have um, spoken to if it hadn't been for the fact that I was in isolation, Just um, just a simple like, one-liner or whatever it was just um to let people know what to see what people are up to sorry and what have you yeah so it was actually actually worked out for the better i say that's excellent yeah so you've really used the time positively lewis that's great thank you so much for joining us this morning um Deanne, anything further from you i think from now on we're just going to continue supporting local try and get as much um takeaways as possible from our local favorite um coffee shops and our local favorite breakfast spots they are still doing takeaway, so um, yeah, brilliant. that's a plus for us. Absolutely brilliant. Living in Freo, who wouldn't want to be doing that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much for having us. <laughs> thank you so much for being on the show, both of you. All of the very best, and please stay well and stay safe. You've been listening to Coffee with Caro, where it's nice to talk. For the community, Inspire Radio.